I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello again, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Shane Oliver Experience. Tonight, I've got with us two very special guests in Emma and Ben from The Cutaway. Emmy, sorry. Emmy, sorry. <laughs> I was going to go Emma, and I was going to go Emmy. I couldn't very make up close. my mind. So close. So close. All right, cool. So, how are we tonight? Very, Thank very good. Thank you so much for coming yes. on as well. Thanks really for having appreciate Thank it. Um, so... Tell us a little bit about yourselves and how long you guys have been a part of The Cutaways. Tell us a little bit about it. Yeah, so The Cutaways kicked off roughly three years ago, I think. Um, sort of born from another band that me and Ben were sort of doing previously called Army of Champions. Okay. Um, that kind of... Oh, fiz- yeah, Army of Champions. Yeah, no, I, I remember hearing about them. Yes. Yeah. yeah, so we were doing that for a fair while and that kind of fizzled out eventually. And then, um, yeah, we... Me and Ben picked up yeah. the pieces and, and started doing this. So Yeah, I think I'm mean, champions. I think I was there for oh, three years or something. Four or years. Something and like then, that. Yeah. Actually, yeah. funny story. I'm getting a bunch of um, like Facebook reminders just recently about roughly 10 years since Army of Champions first started playing shows. So yeah. Like all the memories are coming up now yes. and you can yeah, see yeah, everything. Yeah, it's like yeah. first show and then second show. So it's quite kind of, quite nice to look back on those. Were yes. they Fat Louis photos? But, uh, the first one was Fat Louis and then I think I got a thing on my phone today saying the second show was at the zoo. Ooh. Yes. That's not a bad, <laughs> that's not a bad one. Yeah, that's, that's cool. <laughs> supporting, another, supporting Ringpool, I think it was. I think they had like a record launch or something right do you still get the same satisfaction especially when you start a new band or even when you say move on from one to another and then you start getting those same sort of reminders of when you started that band yeah, is it exactly. still the same feeling that you get like i oh. think yeah well, it's a great thing to look back on yeah. i think it's a wonderful thing just bring back some memories and yeah yeah think about the time that you're at when you're doing certain yeah things. totally i get nostalgic about it all the time yeah stick on another old band and be like oh sometimes i that's a pretty good band. Yeah. Let's do a reunion show. <laughs> That'd be pretty cool. Seeing yeah. some old school reunion bands of. Yeah, uh, I totally understand why people do it. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Like, you can you can see it as well. Like uh, when they've genuinely wanted to come back yeah. too, they're just like, "Fuck yeah, this is so much fun." Why yeah, yeah, we, yeah. Why yeah. We well, that's the main thing as well. Even though you might not have done anything too significant, right? Just the just doing it again with the same people and, and yeah, yeah. Yeah. Living. and if there was anything that happened in the band or whatever you've just forgotten about all that stuff because all you remember is the cool songs and the cool times and then you're like oh, should do it again yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's right so how long have you um how long have you both been playing music and being involved in the scene um why don't you go first Ben because I think you've been doing it Probably longer than me, right? Yeah. Well, <laughs> total all up. <laughs> How long have you got? Let's. Uh, well, when I was a boy, no, um, I, I, I'm originally from the UK. Um, yep. I started playing in bands over there. I think 
my first band was around, I think our first cassette came out. I think we were just talking about cassettes before. That yeah. came out in 1995, so I'm probably showing my age a bit there. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, and we just kind of played and really didn't do much at all. Um, no accent, though. Are you, were you born? I did, and that's what weirds me out about playing, uh, about like talking and then hearing this back. Yeah. Because it's not, I, I hear myself singing all the time but I don't hear myself talking all the time. So I'll hear back and I'll be like, the last time I heard myself talk was probably 1998. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. what, what you, happened you there? Like, don't hear an accent? No, I all? can't really oh, right. hear it. No, not, not at all. Yeah, no, no, so no. I, I moved over here in 2001. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then I think started it. Yeah, that, that just threw me off. I mean, I, yeah. I can't hear it. <laughs> You're like, oh, I grew up in the UK. <laughs> <laughs> so, Excuse me? <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, yeah, played in bands, a band called Bad Day Down for a few years and then other little offshoot bands from that as well. And then, yep. yeah, and then Army Champions, yeah. Yeah, right, right. Um, and what about yourself, Emmy? Uh, yeah, so I go back. So thinking about it now, I think my very first band was um, about 97, end of 97, about 14 years old. Yeah, yeah. So you've, you've both been around music for a very... Like, it's yeah, been a very definitely. big influence yeah, in yeah, your life yeah. and especially in playing Oh, as exactly. Well. Yeah, we're both pretty old. So. <laughs> <laughs> where, where would you say the, the biggest influence ca- uh, influences came uh, when you guys first started getting into it in particular? Like, was it, was it the, the harsher sound of the music that you saw that got you into it or was it just... Maybe the camaraderie that you saw between it, or even just listening to the music and it making you feel different. I, I think just as as kids, and it takes like a um, just that something special to grab as as like a teenager, like a young kid. Mm. And I can I think I can talk for everyone that's that started in bands when they were like 14, 15, 16 years old. That just something grabs you about like that whole punk rock thing, and mm. it just makes you want to do it. And it's it's like it's an easy thing. You think this is yeah. easy? I can do it. You know, like yeah, that's it. Like, I think. But before that, like I was into metal and stuff, and I like playing the guitar. But I'm like, I'm no good. I can't play like this. I can't solo or you know yeah, do yeah. all this crazy stuff. And then you hear Nirvana came along, and like, all right, I can get on board with grunge because I can play that stuff. And it's I a little can bit easier, but kind it's still of got yell that raw and all this stuff. And then I think for me, there was like this point where I listened to metal, and I really like that. And I probably hated it for a while, and now I'm back and I listen to it and like it again. Um, and grunge came along and I really liked that and then I kind of didn't like that and I was in this wasteland and then like Bad Religion came along and Green Day mm-hmm. and then it's just like, oh, you know, yeah. here's some energy and something. Yeah. Here, here's something with the speed of um, like metal but none of the wankery. <laughs> bit, of a, bit of a refresher. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So not that I'm bagging but that's yeah. how I felt. You know, I was listening to bands like Metallica and they were just going off on these crap tangents and yeah like, everyone yeah. i mean everyone has their own taste everyone yeah. likes yeah death metal everybody likes hardcore everybody likes punk everyone yeah. has their own sort of taste yeah. sort of thing but no, I, I think mean, everyone can say that there's like something certain that sort of hits them really yeah. hard you know yeah. as soon as they hear it it's just something they really want to get into and be a part of and yeah yeah that, music that, at, yeah. My, at home my dad's like a massive beatles fan so like decent music growing up and yeah. guitar music and i played the guitar from quite well, i don't know maybe 12 or 13 or something like that and yeah you can just start to relate and when you see like the DIY ethic and stuff in punk then mm. it's something you can do and it just sort of starts to consume you and you just learn I just learned so much everything I know is from music it was much, about you know? it was about 14 when I picked up a guitar as well yeah. when I first started it seems to be almost who I've spoken to recently anyway that it's around that same 
age bracket, usually between mm. 12 and 15 years old, is where really, they'll either get that spark of wanting to um, explore different music. Oh, totally, yeah. I think or, especially around that age, you're looking for something yeah, like that, right? And you're yeah. looking for like an identity and something that you can connect with. Exactly. And, then, yeah. and it's either, yeah, you get sucked into that, that new sound and you're like, oh, fuck, yeah, this is exactly what I wanted. And then you think, well, what can I do to keep myself involved in that rather than listening yeah. to it? Is mm. it bass? Is it, is it guitar? Yeah, is it yeah. keyboards? Is it drums or whatever? And then it just goes from there. For me, I was like, fuck, I just love that thrashy sound. It doesn't have yeah. to, you don't have to, like, I love, like I was saying before, like I love all sorts, uh, all, all types and different genres and whatnot, but I know what I'm capable of playing. Yeah. And it's, and for me in particular, it's more, it's always been that thrashy sort of Slayer, Sepultura sound that I've always enjoyed playing because it's yeah. fine, it's thrashy, and it's not really that insanely hard. Well, I wouldn't say insanely hard because some are. Um, I just avoid the solos though because I, <laughs> I, I can't. I'll just, I'm the rhythm guy. Yeah. Like, I can do that That's shit. That's totally me as well. Yeah, yeah, I can't do solos for shit. So I'd just be like, I'll be that extra extra guy. Yeah. You yeah. Know, I'll be the one that just doesn't <laughs> tries not to fuck up. You can do the solos. Yeah. Um, but it was around that same age for me as well just like smack bang 14 i got my first guitar it was like one of those shitty little knockoff fender body looks or whatever it is but it was called magnum right uh, yeah yeah Some, i had something very similar it was like this no-name brand guitar that sounds like an ice cream kind yeah of. yeah and it had this it had this like eagle shaped head instead of like the fender head and i'm like fuck it's the first guitar I'm yeah i just do whatever with it so i got one of those little cheap packs or whatever it is with those crappy amps. And Me too, yeah. One of those yeah. package deals for like 250 yeah. bucks and you yeah. get a guitar, you get a little amp, a couple of leads. Once that started for me too, I was like, fuck, I need to get myself a proper good guitar. Yeah. And I, 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 ha- I was originally wanting to do like my own collection sort of thing as yeah. well. Like um, a previous podcast I had on was Dave from The Dave Show. Um, shout out to him as well. He's just got a ridiculous like collection of guitars um and he's a left-hander as well but he also buys right-handeds and plays them upside down and restrings <laughs> them and everything as well Excellent. It's, it's it's phenomenal what he does yeah. with that sort of stuff too and he does his own skateboards and everything um <laughs> his own merch it's fantastic <clears throat> and yeah he's just got this massive range of guitars it was almost like exactly what i wanted as well um but you can see from he's just uh in, invested in just wanting to have like not, I wouldn't say like the best gear or whatever, but he just loves guitars. That's his passion sort yeah, of thing as well, yeah. like as just being in music too. And, yeah, it takes people really easily um, once you get uh, lost in it because there's so much variety too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's, there's always a new, uh, a new band or even friends that, wanna, that start new bands that you, you want to get behind and it just leads from there. It's just yeah, one yeah. of those constant cycles that you can always sort of have with like a DIY yeah, uh, lifestyle too. One band falls through. If it's whether from one person or it's just time constraints, you leave that to the side and you'll go start a new band. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it's just as easy as that. One might pick up and you get a few shows, and the other might be kind of crap. Yeah, but it gets a bit easier, I think, too, when you've been doing it for a little while and you sort of make connections with with other people in bands or like promoters. Yeah, and whatever as yeah, well. So yeah. it's, it's always kind of interesting, and I think it was worked out really cool with the cutaways because I, I felt like we'd sort of laid a pretty good foundation with our previous band. Yeah. Mm. And then been able to go back and use like those same connections and those same contacts and sort of build that the band off that, which I think worked really well in our favour actually, just yeah. being able to, to build off. Yeah. yeah. And I think us as friends as well. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, but like, yeah, moving over, I just started bands, I just put an advert on line and just 
started a band with randoms who all became really good friends but <laughs> yeah you right. know to begin with and then i think you can be in a band with not that i've never really i've never really been in a band with people i haven't been friends with but when you have a proper connection mm. you know what i mean like yeah it makes all the difference yeah 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 no i totally understand that as well even even <coughs> not from a musical sense but just if you get along with someone um first off as well like that that um work out uh, the working ethic as well can mm. come along pretty smooth oh, yeah. as well because if you don't yeah. like the person that you're there with like you're going to think to yourself Fuck, yeah I, don't and I think everyone else you. can see that too it's exactly. like ah, oh, this is gonna last no like, yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah and that's person, always like and that's yeah. always been such an important thing for us as well like obviously me and ben have been writing songs together for a little while now but even just when we were starting this band like there was like a couple of people that maybe didn't work out as well yeah. and in the, in the end it just fizzles out because it doesn't work properly you know yeah. and then once yeah. you find those people that you work really well with and you are connected with then it just makes all the difference and mm. it's just so much more exciting and, and much more fun to to write songs and play mm. music with those people mm. as opposed to where where does that drive as well come come from in wanting to push the music that you're releasing as well because you've you've played a lot of bands uh throughout your lifetimes um and when it comes to a big, uh, a, it's a pretty big musical effort on both your parts as well for writing and releasing an album too. So there's obviously a lot of work and yeah. um, mm. time and, and a yeah. lot of stuff that comes into it too. Well, so there's, there's, Yeah, sorry. No, no, that's all right. There, there's obviously got to be like some sort of main drive or sort of a, a main focus point on why you want that one to, to work so much, whether it be um, you just want to keep yourself... Uh, noticed or it's something yeah, that you, yeah you, well I think it and I've asked myself this a lot of times like we were saying like we're playing in bands for so long and like I've seen people come and go over the years but like and I ask myself why that hell am I still doing this you know yeah. it's like <laughs> and I think there's even been times when I've tried to to not do it and I'm like I just can't because I think for mm. certain people it's just like it's just runs through their sort of bloodstream yeah. you know it's all it's just like a part of who they are and they just can't not do it and they just want to keep going well exactly yeah. and i think and especially like as a songwriter you write songs and then obviously you want people to hear them and that's where that sort of drive comes yeah just want to and, all that, and well. the feeling of being able to yeah write a song and then being someone who loves music and then you think oh, i love this song and yeah, yeah we exactly. wrote this like <laughs> yeah. this is amazing and then you go and play it for someone and, you know, I don't know, 20, 30, 40 people also like it. And it's just, you know, you can't really top that. So yeah. mm. don't stop doing it. Yeah. I think we're both it's at the point now <laughs> when you realise it's never going to yeah. end, you know. Yeah. And I actually know, like, it's, Ben is one of the few people that I've sort of met and played music with over the last 20 years or whatever that has about the same amount of drive as, as I <laughs> yeah, do, you know. Right, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I feel, That's yeah. True. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, <laughs> yeah you usually that one person in the band I was like, oh, yeah, get to the yeah. <laughs> can I get this money for this? Oh, yeah, yeah. And then but we're just like, there's two of us. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. Pretty much the on the other same two way guys in our band don't stand a chance. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that makes total sense. So I, I'm, I'm going to take a stab anyway and say that you guys have both got pretty, pretty busy lifestyles as well. So do you yeah. guys manage to balance out that rehearsal time that you guys get do you do it regularly or is it uh, just a matter of when you guys can fucking get the in last do six it? months haven't been the best example but <laughs> <laughs> well only because ben only had a baby well, how old's ted down oh put me on the spot three and a half months three and a half months yeah. so yeah so this, this we basically wrote off the start of this yeah. year like ben yeah. ben had his baby um and our, pete our drummer just had a baby two about two weeks ago but um I think generally, like when things are working and things are going 
you know pretty well and there's not babies coming out constantly then i think generally we <laughs> can babies, man, we, we, yeah i think we, we all make the time to, to make it work you know and i think mm. it's, it's important for all of us to do that yeah um and i especially have noticed in the last six months you know because obviously start of the year a bit, bit slow getting going or whatever just that how different you feel not having that outlet like every week or every two weeks to go to like a practice room and just mm. to let all that shit out you know like um it kind, kind of feels like uh you're not doing yourself justice well like, kind of yeah, yeah. And you just feel like there's a part of you kind of missing yeah, just you know it's yeah. not happening yeah yeah because yeah. even if you're super super tired like and you get in you still just need to just you just need to be there for like a couple of hours even if you booked a four-hour practice yeah, yeah. you're like yeah i'm really really tired and mm. but it's okay yeah. <laughs> and i feel heaps better after yeah. playing three songs and then and that's the thing too everyone has a different outlet for how they want to how they want to express whether they've had a shit day whether or not you're the the stereotypical jock who just wants to go out play sport that's how you fucking you know release yourself sort of thing and when you can't do it and you're injured or something like that whatever you just you get you get yourself in that low Mm. because you're not being able to do something that you're really passionate about and it's the same thing across different different sort of activities that you do so with music it's probably one of the rawest forms of expression that you could probably have and that's stuff that you're writing personally for a reason whether it be something completely stupid or something mm. really meaningful to you so i but can absolutely see that being yeah something but it's still your outlet right it's it, still a yeah. way for you to get exactly yeah sort of feeling um i had claire on here uh with with Pooley uh a fair while ago now but it was around the time when she was still dealing with her with a with a leg or her knee that she she'd um oh, who was this sorry uh claire from terramata oh right um, actually yeah. i listened to a bit of that one yeah, yeah yeah um she had herself a pretty gnarly injury and she right. had to deal with that as well um with a with a knee i'm pretty sure it was and um walking around on crutches for ages and stuff for a while and not being able to play uh play or rehearse as much for her as well was pretty mm. it put you down in the dumps yeah. You know, because you're not able to do what you're, what you're passionate what you, about. Like, it hurts, it, yeah. it, 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 you know, physically and mentally because you're not being able to do it the same way. I actually uh, – sorry, didn't, no, I, I went – I was four driving a long, long time ago and I was got a puncture and I had to change the tyre on the side of this sand track and I had the car up on the jacks and the car actually fell off the jacks as I was trying to, like, line the wheel up to put it back on yep, and yep. the whole car came down on my hand on top uh, of the tyre. Yep. And, and I just was, like, yelling, oh! <laughs> and these people came and helped me. But the first thing I thought was, I'm not going to be able to play the guitar. Like, yeah. that was the very first thing that came through my mind. Yeah. I'm um, Luckily, it just landed on, like, the meaty bit here. And, it was just, and on sand, right? So it was and it was soft. on sand. And, and I had a Nissan X-Trail, which some reason had plastic wings so it was kind of all the stars aligned for me not to mangle my hand <laughs> but yeah right still yeah. at that one point this adrenaline rushed through me and i was just like Whoa. if you had a, if you had yourself a proper four-wheel drive yeah. on your hands, i think you might have been in a bit of trouble <laughs> x-trails aren't they're like that mid-range sort of i yeah. want to go out and four-wheel drive oh, but i don't want to spend the extra such 10K. A flogging, yeah. yeah yeah for sure injuries you know your mental health and every every aspect of um of life even can can throw hurdles at mm, you exactly and, yeah. and in one way or another there's going to be instances where you have to deal with yeah. with that sort of crap too which mm. it's it's not fun but especially uh i've noticed from this this side of being of people being able to deal with it like in the music uh genre side um is that it's very it's very friend based if that makes sense I'm, maybe not grammatically but um 
a lot of you start a band, especially if it's like that DIY style that's in Brisbane at the moment too, and you get all the regulars that will come along to that show and check it out and stuff. And half yeah. of them will be there just because either one they know you um, and they want to check out your new band or the band you're in, or two they're locals and they they want to stay in the scene. And this is what they enjoy. They do. This, yeah. this yeah. is what and they want to see. It's amazing. Like today, mm. we released our record today and. Like getting all the emails from Bandcamp about all the regular people who come to our shows that are paid. I mean, it's free on Bandcamp. You don't have to pay, but yeah. they've given us money, you know, to pay for this release. And it's just amazing to think that people support you like that. It's mm. yeah, yeah, it's humbling. It's, it's crazy. Especially, that's what I love about seeing that stuff on on, on like Bandcamp when you like name your price and then people are still throwing yeah you know, coin at you. It's a, it's a that I could only imagine that that would be a pretty satisfying feeling yeah. as well. Yeah. Like 100%. people actually like appreciate what you're doing so much that it like fuck take my money. Yeah, you know, um, I could I could absolutely see that being a really humbling feeling too. Yeah, yeah. it's crazy. You know, <laughs> do you do you have so that's probably more of the positive side of it as well um, of I'd say like the life's one of the lifestyles of uh, being a muso as well. Do you have any sort of least favorite side of it that you have to deal with on a reg- on a regular basis? Uh, not not particularly. I don't think. Really, I'm, like I I'm hate sure chasing money. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> really feel, hate it. You feel bad like, when you've got to ask. Yeah, for it like too. the venue doesn't pay. You're like, oh, for Christ's sake, you know. Yeah. There's been there's a hundred people drinking beer in here tonight. At least sling us fifty bucks, and yeah, you know, when you got to go chasing for it, I hate that part of it. Uh, that's really the only part I hate. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I think if I thought about it hard enough and I'm trying to think now, I'm sure there's things that sort of get me down about it. I, I, I guess more of it's just more about the pressure I put on myself. Yeah. About being like, a, like writing songs and... Do you find, mm. do you feel like that's a burden you put on yourself that you have of to, course. Yeah, do you have to, like, you have to release music otherwise people aren't going to pay attention to you anymore or... Um, well, I think so. I think it's good to keep things fresh and especially because it took us a little while to get this, this, this album out. Mm-hmm. Um, it was sort of getting to the point where we're kind of feeling a bit like, oh, I just want to get it out into the world. It's taking so freaking long. And yeah, but um, yeah, I guess I guess the negative side of playing music for me, it's just the pressure that you put on yourself just, to, yeah. to, to do stuff, and you want obviously, like I said, you want to keep things fresh. But even just like you just want everything to be good, you know, you want to write good songs, you want people to like them, mm-hmm. and a lot of that's just sort of built up in your own head, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, I, and I something that's sort of been bothering me recently is you see like these kind of joke bands who have got, I don't know, rich parents or something and then they pay for a promotions company and then the promotions company are giving out, oh, look how great this band are. They've been asked to do all these shows. You're like, they're just shit. Like, this is not music. This is just shit marketing for a shit band. Like They've, and they've held on to a gimmick and they know it can yeah, sell and, and so they'll like, push them oh, to the fucking sun. Get off. Like, yeah. Just, Get off my radar! I just hate you. Like <laughs> it's, <laughs> I, it's very that, this whole you've got to look fucking cool. Uh, it just oh, it just gets me. Like yeah. just yeah. But again, oh, going, and, and just going back, going back to the, the, the what you loved about punk rock and playing music. Obviously, the very DIY sort of ethos and, and yeah, everything being very honest and yeah, and mm. kind of thing. yeah. There, there seems to be some sort of dishonesty yeah. in that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not not saying that you know we've used promotion people, but I think in a honest way if that's you know we're not trying to say we're some thing we're not like yeah. you know like we're just saying these are the good bits what we think about us and can you please help us <laughs> <laughs> just let us get that little bit higher <laughs> yeah no you, and you, you see it all the time too like uh, um you, you you don't want to throw shots at anyone in particular but no. you, you see it you see it all the time with with bands that will 
they'll release an album and they'll, they'll put in maybe they'll invest a little bit more money into the promotional side of it and then because they've done that, someone will come along and pick them up. They'll get signed to a big record. They'll just go do heaps of shows and shit like that. And it seems like that's a very sort of, oh, good on you. That, that's great. But half the time when I've seen it happen, the bands that they usually get picked up are pretty shit. <laughs> and it's, yeah. not, it's not a dig on you know, their musical ability, uh, abilities and stuff like that. Yeah. It's just the fact that there's so many better bands. Yeah. I think that's just the way things are now mm, as well. Yeah. And I think you've got to accept that, really. Yeah. I mean, it, 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 is, it is something yeah. that you definitely have to accept because mm. there are still people that are going to do it as well. But yeah. you've, you've grabbed onto this thing purely for a gimmick side of things yeah. rather than yeah. the actual yeah. musical uh, craftsmanship on the side of it. Yeah. They yeah. can play music, but they're also good at fucking shit up. And that's mm. a lot. what a lot of people can gravitate towards. Yeah. And they know that too. But mm. I think a lot of people that are in it for the right reasons, they can smell bullshit, you know. Yeah, they they, yeah, know, yeah, they, yeah. Can, yeah. they know when when a band's doing it for the right reasons or if they're not, you know. Mm. And, and I, I, in my opinion, so long as I'm doing it for the right reasons and so long as I support my friends' bands and other bands that I enjoy that they're doing it for the right reasons, then, mm. then I'm in a good place, you know. It doesn't yeah, really, that's, that's absolutely I right I don't really as well. let it bother me too much otherwise. I yeah. was thinking today how great it would be if Facebook actually did music properly. Like, we could just have our music there and, and mm. instead of people just wheeling past a picture and some words. I know. Actually a, listen to a song. <laughs> like, it seems crazy, There's right? got to be a reason why they haven't I know. done that, right? Sure, that just seems like they can monetize it yeah. so much. Oh, <laughs> technology, man. Like, it's only just going to get more and more hectic, I think, as, yeah. as, as time goes on. Like, it's going to be, be the next thing. It's, <laughs> it's going to be a new platform that you can fucking do shit on. There's going to be something new. There's yeah. going to be something fresh every few months, I think, that people are going to jump on and then it's just going to yeah. be the way it is. It's like mm. we were talking earlier about the Lime scooters and stuff like that. Yeah. How quickly those, those things just yeah, fucking took Yeah, taking off. over the world. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, I mean, in theory, it's a fantastic idea, but if you're not if you're not thinking about how fast people can go on these things before you put them out there and the fact that they're going to be in really high traffic areas with a lot of drunk people, yeah, I think you deserve to be in a bit of trouble for that. Yeah. You know, but surprisingly, you, there hasn't been a whole lot of accidents, right? I don't no, know. It's, it's, yeah. it's only on, like, say, the minor scale. Like, and, but when someone gets mad hurt from, from yeah. something, like, it'll... Well, it's going to happen the, one day, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it, I I'm, I'm have no doubt in my mind it's already happened where someone's just stacked it or the brakes have failed or whatever. Yeah. But when you when something's so fresh, it's just I think you can pretty much use that in the same grasp as even like with bands and stuff. You're so fresh into the scene, everyone wants to yeah. get along and see what it's like, you know. Mm. But if if you're pulling bullshit, yeah, they're well, not going right. to It's just going to die. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It would be pretty cool if uh, there was like Facebook had some meltdown and Facebook and Instagram went offline for like say a week. <laughs> to see what would happen. <laughs> Maybe that just weed out some of the crap bands. I don't know. <laughs> what would I do with myself? Oh my I know, I'd be screwed. For Take a to Twitter. I don't know. <laughs> I'd be screwed for a week. I wouldn't be able to promote anyone for a week. No, no, no. I wouldn't be able to do anything with I'd be you know, keeping, my to- keeping myself busy during the day. <laughs> yeah. So... Do you so you guys have been doing cutaways for about three uh, three years now? About you three said years. as well, yeah. yeah. So have you had any um, any tour stories or anything to go along with that so far that you've kind of just held on into your memory? Like this was such a uh, a one to remember, or this was one to forget. Oh, well, the only I guess real tour that we've done in that time is with our friends in the Bennies, which was sort of like the end of two thousand seventeen. Yeah, mm. um, even even just shows, even like oh just, yeah. yeah. Um, and just going back to the bandies, that was that was we couldn't ask for anything better. I mean, yeah. we were still reasonably new. new, I guess, at the time, and yeah, it, it was lovely of them to take us take us on tour around Australia, and it yeah. was just the best time. 
best few weeks. But um, yeah, I they, don't are know. The, we, they are the chillest dudes as well. Yeah. They are yeah. super yeah. lovely. <clears throat> was, yeah. Again, like we've known them for quite a long time, just from old bands and stuff as well. Um, I don't know show stories, tour stories. I don't know. There was we we did talk about Margaret River before. That was uh, the show was pretty good. Mm. Um, well it it looked like it was not going to be good. No, well, the, no, the <laughs> but it turned thing, out the, to be awesome. So, well, the funniest thing was we rocked into never been to Margaret River before. We rocked in like the main main dragon Margaret River. And we're like, this place is so fucking cool, chill vibe. There was like, I think we pulled into like a bottle shop and like a convenience store to get smokes and beers or whatever. And there's like music coming out from like bars on the street and it was just like a really nice vibe we're like we get this place is so we're gonna dig this place it turns out the venue that we we're playing was like outskirts <laughs> margaret river <laughs> like oh this, really this little footy club anyway it just gets worse and worse and worse <laughs> and we'd sort of lined up a place to stay with some people and we it, ate pot we ate noodles noodles yeah. noodles for they dinner were, and then <laughs> that, that was good and the show was good and then i remember i was like yeah got like maybe a few hours in and the place where we were staying, I think they pretty much had dog beds for us to sleep on <laughs> or something. We're like, poor effort. <laughs> I don't think we get anywhere to stay here because we didn't because accommodation is so expensive there. Yeah. So, we but like up, you said, that ended up being a really, really good. Yeah, show. Yeah, really good show. Yeah. We booked accommodation in Bunbury instead, so we didn't even get to stay there for the <laughs> night. But, um, <laughs> but I was so then I had to stop drinking so I could drive us back to Bunbury, which was like two and a half hours away or something. I don't know, maybe mm. not that long. And then, <laughs> um, but. I walked back in. I saw somebody just punishing Emmy at the merch desk. And I was like, "Oh God!" <laughs> like, <laughs> took one load of gear out, and I walked back in. And then this poor girl, she stacked it so hard. Oh, that's right. She slipped on the beer that she spilt about three minutes previously. Oh no! And then oh, everyone was pretty concerned. And then she just got up and kind of shook it off. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was a good time. Just. <laughs> It was like, yeah. It was a, it, it was, was just a funny fun like rolling show. into Margaret River. And we're like, oh, this place is so cool, so chill, and then just being like completely different to what we expected. But so <laughs> that so does that happen very often with 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 places that you've it, been to? Well, or? it kind of reminded me of like playing in bands when you you know when you just get like a, a show offer like. I don't know, Ipswich or something. And I don't, mm. like, I know there's a lot of good things going on in it. But, you know, like, you just play anywhere when you're a yeah, kid, you know. Yeah, no, I understand where you're coming <laughs> from with that. Even the, like, there's shows out at the Spotted Cow in Toowoomba and stuff yeah, like that yeah, as yeah. well. Like, but it's it's out of Toowoomba. Like, it's a pretty decent mission to go to go to and, yeah, and just yeah, see yeah. a show sort of thing. And, and um, yeah, you, even just getting out there as yeah. well, going up there, getting up onto the hillside sort yeah. of thing. It's well, and you kind of don't know. Well, mm. When you go out to somewhere like that, you kind of don't know what to expect, right? And you might, yeah. you might have this sort of idea in your mind of how it's going to go and then you get there and it's just a whole lot of surprises and <laughs> maybe something's a little bit dodgy or whatever. <laughs> all I remember from Toowoomba is that it's fucking cold in winter. Yeah. yeah. That, that's all I We remember. played in winter there once with Army of Champions. Yeah, that's right. Because yeah. ma- you're up a little higher up there so you get the nice fucking mountain breezes coming yeah. through and yeah. you just yeah. like... A bit of fog. Oh. A fog. It took us ages <laughs> yeah. to get up there because the fog was so bad. I, I played there in another band ages ago and it was – we whinged because we had to carry all our gear up all these stairs, but it was in like this 50s diner. <laughs> oh, that's and it was cool. amazing. It yeah. was so cool. It was such a good show. Made the walk worth it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. And so cool. do venues – like when you go and play the venues as well, um, if you're not knowing what it's like, do you have like sort of a, uh, a particular sort of vibe that you like to play in? Like, like what type of venue it is or – you know, like I, I do, but I know it when I when I when I see it. Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, I, we played like Vinny's down on the Gold Coast the other week. That was I, I've cool. been told that's a very small. You can't, venue. you kind of know as soon as you walk in, you're going to like it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Mm. Yeah, because I've been told that Vinny's is a very small venue, but it's very it's very good. Oh, it's it's, um, it's a cool little place. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm planning on going there pretty soon. There's a oh, couple of shows that I'm pretty keen to go and see down there as well. And I've yeah. got a friend who lives mm. down there, so I'm going to crash at his pad. Right. Yeah. Um. And and check out some shows down the coast for the first time in a long time. To yeah. be honest, the other place on the coast was good as well. Oh, Eddie's Gob House. Yeah. 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 That, that was, was fun. I wasn't sure how that was going to go, and we had to play pretty quiet, but. Is there oh, a really sound good. limit there? There is. is there? So yeah. it's like a stripped back set. So it's mm. right. They had okay. what they call a trash drum kit. So it's just like the very basics. It's like it was just it's a snare, like a wasn't it? A snare, hi hat, and then like um, one of those. Is it back on the boxes? Pe- yeah, right. So it backs onto people's property and stuff like that. Is that why? I think it's just or like, yeah, it's just high residential, high, yeah. high population high or population, whatever. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. See, that but always ruins cool. it too, though, as well. Like you have to. Even so, are they up? They're afternoon shows most of the time, aren't they? When uh, they're at Grubhouse, or night, no, this yeah. is like evening. We play. It yeah. was evening. Yeah. Okay. Well, that I suppose that changes a little bit, but still, I mean, if oh, the funny if, thing is, actually, it's a funny story. A good friend of mine lives around the corner from Eddie's Grubhouse, and he's like, we're just talking about him because he sort of moved to Tweedheads, Gatta, maybe like a year or so ago, and so we were chatting before the show. I was like, "How do you like it down here?" He's like, "Yeah, it's so great. It's so chilled. The only mm. thing is, there's a lot of old people." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. So. But he's like, you know, they're dying off, so eventually like, the young people are going to take over. But they we won't were, be here soon. It's all good. <laughs> this was, I think, it was like early evening that they they kicked off with the bands, and one of the bands that was su- supporting on on this particular <laughs> night, they played like a um, was it like an Eagles cover or something? It was something like Eagles. They had leather waistcoats. Yeah. But the, 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 the band themselves are really cool. It's sort of like a bit of like a beachy Gold Coast vibe, but still rocky and stuff. So it was nice. But they did like a, yeah, it must have been like an Eagles cover. My friend having mentioned like the old people like a couple of hours before, as soon as like this band was playing this cover, just like all these old people just like sticking their heads in and like, walking past. <laughs> even like some of them actually even came in and sat down and like got comfortable, Ooh. ordered themselves a drink and stuff. Nobody told me Eagles were playing tonight. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyway, cover finished, back to yeah. their regular set. Up, oh, get the oldies out there. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that's insane. Yeah. yeah. They've just they've just warped to the sound that they grew up with. Of course, up with. yeah, they just sort of drew drew them in and then yeah. 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 Oh, that's great. <laughs> they were sitting in the coffee club five minutes earlier. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what place is going to play some sick tunes for me? Yeah, exactly. Oh, I could fucking go for the Eagles. Yeah. But uh, with, with venues, I was just going to say before, like uh, anything that has like a nice vibe and maybe even just like a bit of history to it, yeah. I, re- I really enjoy. And obviously like a good sound. You want everything to sound yeah. really yeah. good. Yeah, no, and a different, I suppose it, help, does it, it helps sound in the venue as well, to, depending on how, well, I wouldn't say how it's shaped or whatever, but... Um, how how even like the venues are designed as well? I like, think, does think, it helps hmm. with this? I how, think so. The sound yeah, and a good too. sound guy is yeah. someone that's worked there for a while and knows the room like the back of their hand. They yeah, yeah, it makes awesome difference. sounds. Yeah, yeah. No, that's that's fair. I mean, I don't know enough about the sound production side of that stuff as well. Eventually, something that I do want to hear more about too which i'll figure out one way or another yeah um but yeah just i've always known that there's so much that goes on behind the scenes getting stuff ready and if you've definitely got a good sound guy that can get you going Mm, as well i know exactly especially like having a good sound on stage i think and especially like playing and like having a good being able to hear yourself really well and Mm. i've I've always been a fan of um chris hunter as well from doing fat louis shows and stuff Mm, Yeah. yeah He's, he's always been good. And floor shows are just the best. Yes. I love yeah, floor yeah. shows too. And Fats has been around for ages as yeah. well. Hats off to Chris Hunter for doing what he's yeah. doing for mm, so yeah. Um, I'd love to have him on at some point as oh, well. Oh, you should. Um, yeah, definitely. I'd uh, like I'd to apologise to Chris for not playing Fat Louis for quite some time. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> no. I've cut away you've been playing at Fats. I think we did one. Oh, no, that was Army Champions. That was a 10-year Army Champions. Oh, yeah, uh, that's right. That's when I was... 
quite drunk. Yeah, no, cutaways <laughs> haven't. Again, apologies, apologies. I don't play drunk and I did that night for some reason. <laughs> you thought you'd change it up a bit and see what happens? Yeah, it's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> <Not> to, <laughs> at least you know now not to do it then. Yeah, exactly. Lesson <laughs> learned. Yeah. All right, guys. Um, we might just have ourselves a, a brief break, but we're going to jam uh, a, a new song from your latest release. Excellent. And we're going to go with Dead Name. Yep. I believe that mm-hmm. is going to be the one that we're going to go with in the middle here. So why don't you tell us a little bit about how Dead Name came along and wh- why you wrote that one and what's, uh, what it's about. So Dead Name's generally a term that um, I guess trans- trans- transgender people use to referring to the, the old name they go by. Mm-hmm. I was a little bit worried writing the lyrics to the song so I didn't want it to come across specifically as that kind of song. It's more about like finding a new identity and, and people being able to recognise that. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm, yeah. right. that's lovely. Um, all right, well then we'll give this one a jam. Well, it's my favourite song to play. Oh, that's why we well, picked probably, it. That's yeah, yeah, two, <laughs> two, <laughs> your favourite to play. Yeah, I've got two songs that I really enjoy playing, but that one, um, yeah, took me quite a long time to work out where my fingers were going on that song, but once I got it, it was very satisfying. Yeah. yeah. And, and it's got a real groove at the end. That yeah, just it's, got a, it's got a good dig. groove overall, I yeah. think. <laughs> yeah. All right, awesome. Well, I can't oh. wait to hear it then, so we'll give this one a whirl. So we'll catch up with you guys briefly. Great.
what a banger. It's an awesome one. <laughs> hey? um, Thank you. Very kind. So you said before um, we went to play this that this, uh, this was a song about uh, the dealings of uh, transgender and... Have identity and, and yeah, the yeah. identity side of it, and obviously from yeah, um, yeah, I myself not that familiar with it. I obviously want to know a little bit more about it as well. Yeah, um, the stigma behind any uh, all of that as well is just not something that it's something that people should know more about. Oh, as exactly, well, yeah, you know? and um, and so there was obviously. A, a big uh, motivation behind wanting to write that song too. Well, yeah, and in fact, the whole album—it's it, basically the whole album—is just like the first, I guess, few years of of me living the life as a transgender woman, and just like the different struggles that I've faced, or not even from like a negative point of view, but not just struggles, but just like the positives that I've got, I've, I've, I've experienced from it. Um, but yeah, just just a few of my experiences in the way that I've sort of viewed the world from a transgender yeah. point of view, and yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, that, and like I was saying before, it's it's not something um, I myself have had to uh, experience much firsthand. I don't know a lot of people that are. No, uh, well, that's right, and that's that's hopefully I can sort of open a lot of people's minds to to the whole subject. You know, it's, yeah. it's sort of like the my aim, I guess. It's it's I feel like it's a huge responsibility of mine to to be able to do that. Um, but yeah, from a very personal p- point, um, mostly mostly my experiences have been pretty positive you know like yep. i've been through a few ups and downs i guess but i think that's pretty general for for anyone's sort of experiences um day to day kind of thing but um yeah i i guess i just wanted to to highlight a few of of my experiences be it like obviously finding who i am and being comfortable with who i am and then being very proud of who i am um how that's affected um relationships in my life um yeah, and just I guess just finding the confidence as a trans woman to be able to play music and and just live a normal life. You know? So yeah, and from day to day dealings with people and stuff like that, do you still feel like there's that sort of stigma um, of here and there? Overall, mostly positive for me. Like I, I run my own business, so I'm dealing with like random people every, quite every day, every day kind yeah. of thing. And and for the most part, like it's been mostly positive. And I I can't speak for every other transgender person or their experiences or whatever, but for me mm-hmm. personally, it's been. It's been mostly mostly positive, and I think the big part of that is probably my support base, which I think is like a huge thing, um, like good friends, yeah. good family, and everything like that. Um, but also just just having like a, a really good attitude about it too, I think, kind of helps a lot as well. The the music scene that uh, that you're involved in as well is is very inclusive, and, yes. and, and uh, a lot of the people that you have played with, um, I know as well. Um, yeah, it's, it's fairly tight knit too. So you've obviously got a really strong support base with when you're out playing and oh with exactly who, with people who oh you're exactly playing with. yeah and exactly and even like the time leading up to when I when I came out, like I was just so desperate to do it because I knew how how much the community or the music community would embrace it and how much support yeah. I'd get from it. So. A- absolutely. Mm. Um, when you play these when, when when you play shows, I shouldn't specify these, when you play shows in general um, and say these are people that have seen you for the first time, do you, do they, are they hesitant to, do you get that sort of thing like where they're not sure? A little bit, like if people don't know who I am or or don't know the band or anything, but I get a bit of a rush off it, you know, I like, I like, (laughs) I like sticking (laughs) it. It's like a challenge. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. exactly. I like. See if you can convert them over. Well, exactly. It's just like, and I think I've even said to Ben on occasions, you know, like I, I, 
I just want to be in their face, you mm. know? <laughs> I mean, it's, it, it's who you are, it's who you want to be. I mean, oh, exactly, who, who gives yeah. a fuck? Like, at the end of the day, that should be, as long as you're happy, that's 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 the main thing. Like yeah, just, yeah. Everyone seems to want to stick their nose in where it doesn't belong half yeah, the time yeah. with their mm. opinion. Like, oh, I have a right to say that that's not right. It's, yeah, it's yeah. Not, it, you, have a, you have the right to have an opinion. Yeah, exactly. But shut the fuck up when you don't know about anything about <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. You know, I just... <laughs> and it, I, like it, I've said before as well, like, I love, I love when I can, like, see, like, especially if, like, we're playing a different city or whatever, and like, you can see, like, there's some some... Oh, soul up the front, like he's sticking it's his nose the old up way. It's like, well, yeah, it, yeah, it's, it's it's just stuck in your old ways, thinking, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, like just fucking. It's, I think it's interesting though, because I think sometimes you can, uh, you can look at someone and think, ah, oh, fuck, they're just gonna hate this, and then for them to then go afterwards, like that was so fucking good, like, yeah, yeah, and, <laughs> and you kind of like, yes, we, <laughs> yeah, won those people over, and yeah, like, yeah. But that's when know, you can that's win them over, and they haven't got a choice but to like you, you know. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I, that's my goal. Yeah. But at the same it's time, hard like to hate you, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but I think overall, like it's way there's way more positives than there are negatives. You know, you get odd, the odd douchebag or the odd asshole or whatever. But mm-hmm. for the most part, the, the amount of support and everything that you know people come up and say, you know, they really appreciate what I do and that kind of thing, it far outweighs any sort of negative for me. Mm. Yeah, and, and I, I guess that's one of the main things too is like if, if you're happy with what you're doing mm. at the end of the day really that's what matters yeah exactly. you know it, it's it's something that helps you mm. and motivates you to want to um make this a normal thing for people to just well, exactly. accept and, and yeah, you know, yeah and be more understanding of it as well yeah. everyone has their own journey that they're taking um you don't need to be a dickhead about no it, it will and, all right. and i think it kind of helps because i'm i'm pretty confident you know yeah. I'm, I'm pretty um yeah i'm pretty proud of who I am and all that. So I think that kind of helps as well. I think yeah, just, no, just having that sort of... A hundred percent for sure. Yeah. Um, so this album in particular was based uh, fairly around the topic of yes. transgender and yeah. whatnot. Um, so was uh, personal struggles, um, Was was were any of their... Was, I should... Let me reword that. Yeah. Personal struggles, um, were they an influence in writing um, particular songs? Uh, definitely, yeah. Um, I guess, like Wax Woman, for an example, I guess it was just the frustration and just wanting to be viewed as like any, any other woman. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, well, I don't, I don't really like putting it like too much of a negative spin. I, th- I feel like all my songs come from somewhere negative, but they end up being something quite positive. Um, like we have a song called Aches, for example, and that, came, that actually that came from somewhere quite negative, and it was just like just being like out in public, and then like seeing the way people's attitudes and like getting like people like laugh or something with their mates at you. But then it, it, overall, it's just about finding the strength to realize that you're better than these people, and like yeah. I'm comfortable in who, who I am. Obviously, you're not. Yeah, um, yeah, that's it's what quite it a, is it's quite a complex day. song, but it, for me, it's it's a very it's a pretty powerful song. I think overall. Um, but yeah, like I said, like I think a lot of the songs do come from some sort of struggle. But then, uh, just I think it's just natural of my mindset. I just generally put a, more of a um, a positive spin on those on those things that yeah could have yeah. originally been quite quite negative. But That's I think some of them as well, like it's just it's just feelings. Mm. as well you know yeah. like in the in the songs for that's what i take from it and then those feelings i think other people can just relate to them it doesn't matter yeah. if you're whatever you are you yeah. Know, yeah well that's the other thing yeah I, I like them i like relatable. people yeah, yeah. That's what, i like to be relatable in any situation but this is this is my situation and this is how it's come out for me but i'd like to i like the idea of other people or everyone being able to relate to them on some level you know yeah yeah, yeah. because everyone's story is never the same no it's, exactly it, it can always be along the same line or you know have the same sort of path but it's never 
quite the same. Yeah, There's always yeah. A, one little experience is that one little experience that is different from yours, say, to another said person. Exactly, and especially because um, there's a couple of songs on there that sort of relate to like my marriage breakdown and all that kind of thing. And I never like relating that um, me and my ex-wife's divorce to the fact that I was trans. You know, I think they come across as more of songs that anyone can sort of relate to, as, mm. as, as far as like a relationship goes. You know, there's things about there's things that change about people over time, and there's things that you sort of end up having. Yeah, yeah, disagreements sure. about. So it, it's it's quite a general sort of thing, but yeah. So do you find um, with much of the lifestyle of a musician and with the added pressures of work and 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 different lifestyles that come into play and stuff like that, um, do you have uh, special ways to help uh, with your headspace on certain days? Uh, just being able to keep yourself in check, knowing that what you're doing is what you want to do, sort of thing. Uh, that's a bit of a tough one for me. I, I think, mm. uh, overall, like, I, I think I'm still learning to, to, to do that. Yeah. I, I think there's, uh, you know, that's a bit of a tricky one for me. That's, a, that's <laughs> okay. I, like, that's I, okay. I, yeah. Yeah. I don't really have like any struggles. I have bad days and stuff, but, yeah. and, um, you know, your life does get turned upside down when you have a baby. You it just does. don't know yeah. what's going to happen. I, I can so, agree with you as well. You know, you sort of feel pressures early on and, um, um, I just find I like getting outside and just going getting out. Yeah. And being outside is good for me. <laughs> well, it's it's a it's it's a it's a great feeling as well when you do. Like are you are you saying more so like getting out and exploring or just going for a walk? <laughs> just just going yeah. for a walk and just being amongst it sort of thing. Yeah, just yeah. Feeling the breeze sort yeah. of stuff. It's crazy too. Even just like little things like that, you don't realize how much can play an effect as well. Mm. Even just a simple walk, or even just treating yourself to, rem- or even just remembering to eat half the time too can be yeah. can be yeah. <laughs> you know a huge win for some people on certain days. It's just more so. It, it was probably more of a generalized statement that I was trying to go for, and like say for you guys, if if you had bad days, yeah. you know how how would you normally sort of deal with it like would it would it be outside of music so um going for walks or you know just getting out amongst nature or getting stuck right into it and just uh using those those feelings to write the music that you would that you want to do yeah i mean i've the the previous bands i've been in the they were pretty political so (laughs) wasn't really writing about how i felt um the band I did whilst I was still with uh, in Army of Champions um, tried to kind of write about stuff more. Um, I don't really know how well I did with that, but <laughs> <laughs> you did wonderfully. Def- <laughs> Thank but you def- very much. <laughs> but it, uh, it, it took it took it took like I couldn't that like was if something face, happened. By the way, right? Yeah, I yeah. couldn't just like if something happened today, I couldn't write a song today about it i don't think right, yeah. it'd take me right, yeah. weeks or months to process that and then get into the space where i could then write it down well that's like me too and that's kind of what i struggle <laughs> with the question because i i don't mm. i don't i don't feel like i i have a shitty day and i have to write about it kind of thing. right yeah, like yeah. writing's a very long process for me like mm. it can take me months to write a song very rarely will i write a lyrics to a song and do you do you write down um like little keywords yes i'm always yeah, yeah or lines or whatever yeah constantly, and constantly. then you'll want to Throw them into song lyrics at some yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. Make them and fit kind of thing. Right, right. Yeah, so I'm actually pretty relieved I don't have to do that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, so, you know, like, yeah. Well, that, I'm that, saying that also, like, I'm just not in, like, 
just not in the songwriting mode at the moment. I haven't been for months, you know. Yeah, like, right. I, I feel like I have to be honest and say, like, I'm not one of those people that write all the time. I feel like yeah. I have to be, or I have to know that we're going to be doing, you know, mm. we want to record in the next six months or something and then just have that energy to do it. I need that drive to do it most of the right. time. So I can, like, saying that, I can sit down and I can come up with something, you know, like an idea you, or something. You probably could, yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, but it's not but something that you, that's, that's not no. how you normally do it. Yeah, yeah. Right, okay. Um, you did say before that, um, what was it your old band tried going a little political more than any? No, uh, yeah, they were just political. So <laughs> that was probably a lot easier for me to write those sort of lyrics because you're just really stating facts. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Uh, so, or, so yeah, or how you yeah, perceive. So at that point in your writing uh, or that point in time with your band then, so politics kind of played a big role. Um, with were you keeping in touch with it fairly regularly because yeah, you were yeah. with a band like that? Um, yeah, I don't think uh, that band started off like well, that was the intent. Um, I met the first guy, Tommy, on a website called Briz Pop. Like, so yeah, right. Just literally, um, and then yeah, we just put. I don't know. We just found out that that's yeah. what we were both into, and then it just kind of got went on from there. Um, but yeah, I totally follow it all the time. Yeah, was there, was there any shit week? <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. It, so, was there anything that you guys ever focused on? Was it purely Australian based, or was it? Was um, well, that yeah, that's interesting. So, um, Tommy was originally from New Mexico. I mean, he moved over here when he was young, and he's even older than me. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and um, so he had a good, he's got a you know, a pretty good understanding of how crazy everything works in the US. Yeah. I don't think it's, I mean, it was crazy then. I think it's just <laughs> gone completely I think it, now. I think it's fair to say that it's probably <laughs> at DEFCON 1 um, or whatever they'd like yeah. to say. Yeah, and, and I'm trying to keep on top of what's happening with Brexit in the UK and I just, I, I can't get my head around what's gone wrong there. <laughs> earlier on, this is way off topic, but from when we were talking about uh, earlier on, I have started to notice your accent come through now as well. <laughs> just here and there with certain good. words. Yeah. <laughs> with certain words, I can just hear when it When he starts relating well. to Brexit. Yeah. The UK, <laughs> you said that too, uh, focusing on the X sound as well. <laughs> I heard it. I'm like, fuck, he yeah. is right. You I can, can hear, hear just hear now. the disdain in his voice. Yeah. <laughs> when his home country. Yeah. But have you seen... Theresa May just dropped her resignation. Yes. You're following that fairly, yeah. What? Why, I mean, why did just, she drop out? I got no idea. As well, well. I'm curious. I mean, she's been trying to get her um, her plan across since like forever since they all voted on it, and it just keeps knocking back, knocking back. Um, and there was just, I mean, I probably I'm almost certain I don't agree with any of her politics, but you've got to admire the woman for sticking around for that long. It's just and trying to do it. At yeah, least, I yeah. mean. Jesus. <laughs> the amount of times people have said, yep, she's going. And I think there was like a leadership challenge. She knocked that out. Um, but, I, yeah, it's, it's just not It's happening. There's so much to – it's happening around in every country now as well. But just it seems like there's so much shit happening that it's hard to keep up too. You got, yeah. You've got a lot of, like, a lot of um, life-changing decisions that are coming through with uh, even voting with Australia and who you want to have in and with Brexit – in, yeah. in the UK, like I mean, I don't understand my myself personally why they wanted to no, get no. out of get out of there. No. I think it was and started I, by Farage or whatever yeah, whatever his um, name was. Most people that were leading that charge to leave, like literally two days later, were like, ah, "Yep, see you, bye." Yeah, like, and, the, like, the and then they were yeah. they were gone. Like their crap bus with the stupid lie on the side of it was literally a lie, and and then yeah. you know what? There was a boot 
the day after the Google searches for what is Brexit were just, you know, exponentially <laughs> yeah. crazy. And then they realised that they just made a huge mistake. They got no idea what the fuck they're doing. And they doing. still keep going around, oh, that's what everybody wants. It's like 52% of people wanted it. It's like half the people. Half the people didn't vote for it and half of you didn't know what you were doing. So I would have safely said... Oh, that's a little too close to call and wanting to actually go ahead with it. So why don't we just wait until it gets like, say, 70-30 yeah. and then we'll try and figure it out. But yeah, no, it, that sort of stuff, it, it affects lot, people's lives in, in different ways. And again, it's, it, it's another example of uh, another way of writing too where mm. um, when you do get political in a band and stuff like that, you can always try and think that they're just trying to get noticed. But a lot of the time it's just... Like everybody else, mm. they're sick and tired of all the shit happening. Yeah. So this is their way of just venting out, going, "How fucking stupid is it? Yeah. Just do the job you're supposed to, and yeah, not well, be so what, corrupted." What, <laughs> like Badger Down and Ben's writing, so did that very well, and I uh, admire that. I've, I cannot write a political song mm. at all. You know, when it just comes across. Silly. <laughs> but uh, not, but yeah, hats off to not, any band that can do it and can do it really, well, uh, really well. Yeah, and, and it's, it's, it's another thing too. Like, say, it's just different styles, I guess. You're, mm. You aren't really politically driven with what you write. No. Yeah. But you can still admire the fact that someone who can do it yeah, really yeah, well. Yeah, totally. yeah, totally. You know, but say they have no experience on, on the issues that you write about. True. Yeah. You know, so why would, why would they want to yeah, try and do yeah. the same thing? So mm. like, it's still that mutual sort of like uh, acceptance and knowing that you're good at what you do. I'm good at what I do. Yeah. We're not better than each other though. No. You know, so. But you can still respect it. Mm. it, it mm. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So, yeah. I mean, politics is very easy to write about too. Um, and you could keep that going, I think, for as long as you wanted to. Because mm. it seems like every week someone's done something stupid that yeah. you can write a song to. Mm. It, it's just one of those things, really. I guess it's that day and age as well where you've got so much exposure to everyone saying exactly stupid shit yeah, yeah. that they get called <laughs> out take for your it. choice yeah, yeah. Take your pick. <laughs> you know, yeah. Just, some of them need to take courses in how they speak to people on a public mm. server yeah i think mm. you know and don't get me wrong a lot of the stuff that's going on politically makes me it's, furious yeah, yeah but it's, mm. just, yeah. it's insane mm. and they think that just because they have the power that mm. they know what's best for everyone half the time that's not the case yeah. anyway it's just because they want to line their pockets with shady deals behind the doors yeah. anyway we could that could be turned into a completely different <laughs> podcast <laughs> it's it's starting Ooh, to go that way quite hot here yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um we'll we'll shift that real quickly um so what are your fu- what's your future with the cutaways what's what's the next step that you have now that you've released uh wax woman and um you have uh well yeah sorry i'm about to lead in it anyway you have a tour coming up with uh murder by death murder by death murder by death and also laura jane grace laura jane grace devouring mothers so you're you're also doing solo stuff as well as the cutaways yeah it's kind of like a side thing i i don't i don't um actively seek out stuff much these days to do solo but if I get us to do something I'll generally do it and then this offer came up to do the um the tour yeah it's just got to, sort of came out of nowhere and I was yeah. like yeah and for me it's like a dream tour obviously with touring with Laura Jane Grace is pretty huge and also Murder by Death who I've loved for a super long time so yeah right and so in in this instance as well were you just offered the spot it was came yeah out, yeah yeah <laughs> just came and out of nowhere do you have any um of your solo stuff released uh i did like a well it's a funny thing like after army champions broke up i kind of set my focus on just doing solo stuff for a while mm-hmm. <clears throat> sort of between army of champions and the cutaways um and then i just did like a um just a 
short four song EP kind of thing, which I re- released on Bandcamp, and that mm-hmm. was 2015, I think. So a long time ago. Because I think on and off here and there, like when I've been into Crowbar, and this was before I'd actually met you as well, but yeah. I'd, I'd seen you play shows there and stuff as well, um, and you had, and it was solo stuff too. It was before I had met you as well, um, and yeah, just Crowbar Black, I think it was at the time. Yeah, yeah, played quite playing a lot. playing up in uh, the top part there, and yeah, it was a solo like it was the solo night sort of thing where it was just the acoustic stuff being played and and you were playing that night as well and I just yeah. remember saying to myself um uh you know cuz I'd found out now as well that you were doing the cutaways too and I was thinking fuck you must have some soul like somewhere to yeah, go well, check out the stuff. I didn't even think about checking Bandcamp to be honest as well but um you've got only the four songs on there but how many do you play live sort so of thing? I still I still I still play like a few um I still, I still, I still, still play a few like Army of Champions songs. Mostly, it's, most, <laughs> it's mostly it's mostly cutaway stuff now, but um, I sort of throw back to some like the old Army of Champions songs. Um, but yes, it's really I still love it. Like it's it's a totally different experience for me just being able to play on my own as opposed to like playing with a band. And it's I kind of feel like it's a bit more personal as well. And I think it's something that I would love to keep doing. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I said, it's not something that I actively pursue it's just yeah offers are there then i'll take them kind of right so that's that so that keeps you pretty tied up as well when if you haven't got cutaway stuff you can always exactly yeah and it's been pretty good for like the last six months so i've been playing a few solo shows here and there and then like i said this this tour sort of came out of the blue and Mm -hmm. pretty good timing i guess really just yeah off the back of this this sort of quiet period for for the cutaways and then sort of been able to to do this yeah no that it's fantastic as well um What about yourself, Ben? Do you have anything outside of the cutaways that you do at the moment? or No. I went through a period of playing in too many bands at once. Um, and, well, that's fine, but you can only keep it up for so long. And then, especially yeah. if you're trying to write for two bands, it becomes hard. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Um, and I think, um, yeah, probably Army of Champions was sort of tapering off, probably, when Greyface started. And then we kept on doing that. And it's kind of hard when you've been in a band for ages and... You don't want to end it. It's like having a weird. I think we've likened it to having a relationship. And you're like, yeah, I think everyone like a, is. like a breakup, and yeah. like <laughs> you can't. No one wants to do it, and but then you kind of finally had a chat about it, and I don't think we ever really broke up. We just stopped playing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. and we're all still good friends. Like Joel's my brother-in-law, so yeah, right, <laughs> um, yeah, um, and yeah, and then I did Greyface, and Amy was doing a solo stuff. Okay. I think we probably that year. Didn't really see each other so much then. No, it was weird, weird time. Really sad. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think I think for me, like that time was a sort of time of a. I don't really know what the best word to say for it is really. But I think it's good to go go out and do different things as a musician. You want to you want to try different. You had it different things, right? Because like you were saying, yeah. like Greyface was like kind of a new thing for you because it wasn't so politically driven. Mm. It was more about other stuff that you yeah. were feeling and going through. But I think it's important for for any musician just to, to try different things and, and go out and explore. Yeah, mm-hmm. ab- absolutely. It, yeah. It, it keeps, it. I suppose, if that's how you want to be as well, it, it keeps that drive. Yeah, of well, exactly. To, of, of, and, and being able to explore different types of music too. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I, I've got some friends who play in punk bands and then they go straight over to like the crusty DIY grind sound as well. It's a yeah. massive contrast to sounds, but mm. you can see that, they enjoy it just as much as playing even the softer side too. Yeah. Like, there's always that sort of, I wouldn't say stigma, but it's that class of like 
Yeah, you, punks have punk shows. Yeah. Hardcores have hardcore shows. You do this, shows. you have to only do that. Yeah, then, yeah. yeah. I, I don't see why that has to be a thing. No, of course. Or it, it, it should never even really be a thing to yeah, begin yeah. with anyway. Like, mm. I mean, I guess you, if you lose the hardcore fans or whatever because you want to do something a little softer, then mm. so be it, you know? Yeah. You don't need to listen to my softer stuff then. Stay to the hard stuff, yeah. you know? I just don't – yeah, I've always wondered um, – uh, or not wondered but always enjoyed seeing other – members of bands playing heavier stuff or, or softer stuff compared to what they normally do. Yep. I'm just trying to think off the top of my head now. Um, I can think of, uh, what was the Gallows guy, Frank Carter? Yeah, shit. Um, Gallows, and then he did Pure Love. Frank Carter and the yeah. Rattlesnakes. That's it, yeah. Yeah, <coughs> he, he does that one as well. Um, you've got the Opeth singer back in the day. He did Opeth, but he also used to be the singer for a like a straight-up death metal band called Bloodbath. Right. Um, and so he's got a pretty pretty awesome voice yeah. when you hear it in Opeth, but then when you hear it in Bloodbath, it's just like... Like, right. just straight, <laughs> like, throat and yeah. just evil-sounding. And that, for me, was cool. Yeah. Like, you just see him go from something completely different mm. and you can also see their range as well in, in in their ability and what they can and can't write and suit to it's it's fun to see and if that's what you enjoy mm. then sure yeah why not, why not do it, it as well but yeah. you know some prefer to just make that one focal point uh or that one band that they do their their their, their main focus which was why i was wondering as well if you guys wanted to purely focus on cutaways from from this release now or is it is 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 it just more so um when you can or when you can't get get time in to do this well stuff? i think we've got the energy to do it now because like, mm. like we've been saying we've had like a pretty quiet year so far yeah and now we're just itching to get back into it you know we're sort yeah. of and i think a few things up just to just to, on the back of this release we really want to sort of keep that rolling as much as we can yeah um yeah, and I think um, also the record's taken us a lot longer to get out for one reason or another, and we're kind of ready for new things as well, I think, as well. You oh, know, writing new stuff. Yeah, that's right. As well as, yeah, hopefully putting some sort of tour together for this, and then... Um, that was my next question as well. Um, if you had a tour lined up for the the release of the album sort of thing, if that's anything. Nothing's locked in yet. We, yeah. we have got mm. a um, like a local um, album launch sort of penciled in at Crowbar for the like the 19th of July, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we're sort of putting mm. the things ironing, into motion oh. for the for the for a tour or something. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. Just ironing it ironing out all yeah, the yeah. little yeah. nooks and crannies sort of thing. Yeah. 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 No. Typical of us we just sort of take our time and we'll, <laughs> yeah. we'll get there eventually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's fair. No, that's uh, that's that's cool though. I mean like you've put a lot of time and effort into an album and you want it to to reap the rewards yeah. and, and but things are so much harder when you're older and you have your responsibilities and everyone's got kids and jobs and mm. yes. you know, these things take time. So. It, I, I've noticed that <laughs> especially more in the last couple of years as well from yeah. my experience. Don't get me wrong, I love being a dad. It's the fucking coolest thing ever. And he's right at this point in time now where he's just getting really, really vocal with his emotions and what he's doing. And yeah. you don't you don't think about it when, you, when you're listening to it, but obviously when you are the one that has to – well when you're looking after him and then you're with him the whole day, it's so draining. Mm. Like you just don't think about it that, no. that it would be, but you've, you've done once you'll do one solid day of, of being a parent and you're like, Oh, I can do this. Yeah. No, keep on <laughs> doing hard. it. It's See hard. how long you go. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's hard. Like it's harder than you think, yeah. but it's, it, the reward for that too is, is yeah. leaps and bounds. And I guess you can 
put that across in even different different uh say with your latest album release it's the same yeah. thing you put a lot of time and effort into this and you just it doesn't matter i suppose in the end whether or not you you get that massive sold out crowd or whatever it's that you've released music that you really wanted well, to that's do right. that's you know? yeah yeah and, and that's something that we, i think we're proud of mm. i don't think we really care if well i mean we'd love people to love it and yeah but it's at the end of the day I yeah think we're just doing what we love doing so yeah and you sort of realise that I think the older you get as well, you sort of do it for the right reasons and Yeah. You know, kind of want something hanging around when I'm gone. <laughs> yeah. Kind of cool, well, you know? Right. Not everyone gets to do that. And <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. I just think yeah. Do you have a favorite band that you'd love to tour with? I think I'm about to do that. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> well, I think. Yeah. Like like yeah. I was talking to a friend of mine about it right, a, yeah. a few weeks ago and I was like, I'm peaking. Like this <laughs> doesn't really get any better than this for me, you know? Like Yeah, right. What so that's that's with your solo one as well. Well that's right. Yeah. Yeah. But what about with the cutaways? I don't know, really. There'd be so many, I don't know. Yeah. I'm trying yeah. to think of someone. Too hard to pick. Yeah, there's just so many good bands. Like pick like an all time favourite. Any all time favourite for you. Any all time favourite. Doesn't have to be local. <sighs> well yeah. we'll, I don't we'll know. branch it out. Yeah, it's too hard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, no. no I like, I, I, well, the only band that I really like that I've never seen is Dillinger Four. So ah. I think if they did an Australian tour and we could support them, that would be pretty. Yeah, that'd be sick. <laughs> <laughs> Chaos everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's. I'm. I would love to see that. Um, <laughs> I, I. I also Let's make some calls. <laughs> <laughs> I also can't wait to see um, more of your stuff as well when it when it does come out um well it has come out sorry i should reword that i look forward to seeing you guys live um when when you guys do have your shows uh lined up and definitely be making a best effort to come and see you play uh is it at um where is it at yard dogs that it's being played at where's the show with the murder there yeah yeah oh no that's crowbar Crowbar, right? Oh, it's no, actually, it was the one you did before with Hanny J. Yes, that was at yeah, Yard Dogs. That was at Yard Dogs. Ago, yeah, yeah. yeah I was spewing I couldn't make that one. Um, how was that one? Anyway? That was great. Yeah, yeah, good time. Actually, because obviously Yard Dogs don't hold to have. Well, too no, many that's shows, what I was going to say. Where did you play? Was it inside the venue? Inside, just like the corner next to that little window there. Oh. That was a nice little vibe because it actually took me back because I remember when Yard Dogs first opened as Yard Bird. Yard and this Bird, was going yeah. back like seven or so years ago. But my friend Ash used to work behind the bar, and he used to put on that's like. Right. Yeah, he used to put on like show, like me and him would just play like a, like a solo show there like once a month. Like it was like a Wednesday night or something. Yeah. And we did a few of them and then we'd sort of get like a few different bands in occasionally. But it was always such a really chilled time. It was just really nice. And so yeah. not much has happened at that venue since. So it was really cool just to get back there and play. It's a nice change up too. Because oh, it I mean, is. That yeah, was, really they'd is. still be serving food and stuff there. Yeah, I'm yeah, sure. definitely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you imagine. <laughs> you could make a bet with someone if they could smash down as many of the Death Wings yeah. before they can play their set and see how they go. Yeah, right. Like, that'd be worth Oh, well, I mean, I wouldn't do it. That's, yeah. I've, I've only. Before, before I went Vego, like, I, the best I'd gotten through was three. And I was like, oh, I, don't, I don't think I'm going to be able to have any yeah. more after that. Like, it's <laughs> fucking hot. But I mean, I'm, I love hot food too yes i'm a big fan i don't know how true this is but i never used to like hot hot sauce or any of that sort of stuff but when my my partner had uh, fallen pregnant um i'd gotten the the (laughs) i'd gotten the pregnancy cravings almost like like i never liked the stuff and then i just couldn't get enough of having hot food right couldn't have enough of it (laughs) and yeah like it, it took me back to when i tried the death wings for the first time and i'm like I need to get something that hot again. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I don't even know why I want to punish myself. I yeah. just want to. I just want to see. Well, that's the thing with hot yeah. food, right? So yeah, you, you just want 
clears your nostrils, you, you feel alive <laughs> again, you're awake. It's like, <laughs> I remember a friend of ours was asking, what is it with hot food? Like, why do people put themselves through it? Uh, yeah, it's, like, <laughs> it's, it's, it's it gives you ulcers and shit. <gasps> yeah. It's, it's challenging. challenging. Yeah. It's just so good. <laughs> See how tough my mouth can be. Fuck. <laughs> no, I, um, I've, I've had a fantastic time with, uh, talking to you guys tonight. Were um, there any more... Uh, any any more sort of plugs or spots that you guys had that you wanted to throw out before we close up and play a final song? Uh, I don't know. Just well, you've got your big love to everyone for following us and the yes, support and everything. Yes, yeah. be, be sure yeah. to go and follow Cutaways on on all the platforms. I can't remember how many you're on. I know you've got Facebook and Instagram and stuff like that as just well. Just all the regular ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the standard. Yeah, just thank you to everyone. Um, yeah, looking yeah. forward to seeing everyone a bit later this year. Yeah, doing yeah. Some stuff, yeah, and out. be sure to check out the album as well. It's on Spotify too. It's real. It's it's very easy to get a hold of and have a listen to as well. Um, thank you again so much for coming on. Thank you, uh, Thanks both for of us. you. Uh, I can't wait to hear the finished product of this. Um, we're going to finish off the podcast with one final song, and I believe it was Million Pieces, Tiny Million Pieces, the Million Tiny Pieces, fuck, Million <laughs> Tiny Pieces, very close. It's all right, <laughs> three out of four. Um, so we're going to have a, we're going to jam this one out to finish off the the episode. Can you tell us a little bit about this one before we play? Uh, yeah, it's a breakup song. Yeah, pure and <laughs> yeah. simple. Doesn't pure need to be anymore. Just dealing with. Um, yeah, life after a breakup, I guess, and wishing wishing the ex all the best. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, again, thank you for coming on. I look forward to seeing you guys play live and can't wait to see you guys again next. Great. Thanks, Thanks Shane. Thank you, everyone, Cheers. for listening. Thank and you. we'll catch up with you next time. Bye. See ya.
So, what should I listen to now? We are Castology. This is our podcast about podcasts. We are your castologists, Patrick Shearer, Liz Best, and Zancy Weber. Each week, we'll bring you three of the best and sometimes not so best podcasts around. We'll also do the hard work and trawl the RSS feeds to find the newest podcast that should be on your radar. And then next week, we come back and tell you what we thought of the recommendations and bring three new sparkling podcasts to check out. Now, will we always agree with each other's picks? Probably not. But hey, you're clever. You know that's how reviews work. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or any podcatcher of your choice. Uh, that's not kind of Productions podcast. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.